Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, JC. Thank you. Happy to be with you guys here today. Just a little update on what's going on in the Liberty First movement. We are uh, training up new leaders, current leaders in the reestablishment of our constitutional republic. Remember, this is not the end of America. This is the beginning of the rebirth of the power of the states, the awakening of our states to the realization that this is their duty, their job to check the federal government. And so just so you can see up here, this is chrisannhall.com. All you have to do to go to Chris is go to chrisannhall.com, click on the calendar, and there you will see everything that we are doing in the month of February. Holy cow, JC, February looks a little bit like the old school days. Yeah. <laughs> but mostly Florida. So if you're watching from Florida, no matter where you are, we're going to be near you this month. And tonight we are going to be in Bradenton, Florida, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight while you're actually watching this. Um, tomorrow is going to be fun because tomorrow I am on the Victory Channel again at noon. And then, quite frankly, at 725, we were supposed to be on Frank uh, yesterday, JC, but um, the snowstorm hit and Frank said he wasn't going to drive to the studio to do mm. in the snow. You know, Frank's gotten all like cautious and conservative now that he has a baby in the house. Yeah. <laughs> no more wild party nights for Frank. He's worried about being home for that baby. Thursday. Um, 11 more 11 a.m. will be the morning show with Stacy Ann. And then uh, 2 p.m. That's not really up to you, but we'll be pre-recording a Doug Billings show that day. And then again, as we always are, our most fraught Thursdays, Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Kate Daly show. Then this Friday, we will be in Rock Ledge, Florida teaching about government overreach in the age of COVID. And then on Saturday, we'll be in Coral Springs, which is down by Miami, right? Uh, down, down, down in the way down on the way down in the tip down there. Uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time teaching on government overreach in the age of COVID. And then we will be in Clearwater, Florida, on Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, with the brand new class that I have, Where Do We Go From Here? I love that class because that class answers uh, definitively that question that always seems to come up. Uh, where are we in history? And oh, and, and then, the, you know, you have those guys that are always like, we just our founders would be shooting by now. Um, no. They wouldn't. And if you want to test me on that, show up to Clearwater, Florida, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be at, where will we be at Clearwater? Let's see. Clicking on that Clearwater event, we will be, oh, I don't have the venue up yet. I have to get Janet to work on that one. So, JCI, speaking of Florida, I don't know if you saw this, but you remember Byron Donaldson, right? So Byron was just elected Donalds. Donalds. I keep saying that Donalds. Byron Donalds, right? He's I've known him forever, but I always get this name wrong. So Byron Donalds was elected to the US House Rep for our uh for the district there in Florida. He's not our district, but he's a district in Florida that's near us. And he has hit the ground running up there. And just par for the course, what I figured, what I had hoped that Byron would be, he doesn't sit back and play games. Now, Byron has been through my Roots of Liberty boot camp workshop from the very beginning. He is a very strong uh, constitutionalist. He takes very strong constitutional stands. He is a state's rights guy, and he knows He's the how. real deal. He is the real deal. And so uh, he took, according to Florida Press, uh, took issue with fellow representative Ted Deutsch and his call for the controversial Georgia rep Marjorie Taylor Greene 
to not be tossed from the U.S. House of Representatives, but for her freedom of speech to be stripped away. So here's we talked about this last week uh, when Nancy Pelosi was talking about how people in the House are traitors and this, that, and the other. And she said that uh, that Green should not be on certain committees because she tweeted that the Parkland shooting was a was a false flag. Mm-hmm. And so Byron stood up and and said, uh, well, here's what Deutsch tweeted. I can't I can't believe I'm not on Twitter. Just drives me nuts. So Deutsch, this Democrat representative, says Representative Green denied the school shooting in Parkland and insulted the memory of 17 murder. She attacked brave student leaders for fighting for their lives. She shouldn't have a public platform to further spread dangerous lies, not on a House committee and not as a member of Congress. So Deutsch is actually putting forward a movement as long as well as other Republic uh, Democrats in the House to have her expelled from the House of Representatives. You know what's crazy, JC? You have all these crazy, crazy people. All of a sudden, now they start talking about, you know, they spent all their lives talking about disenfranchising and we've got to have um, voting without ID and we have to let non-citizens vote because of disenfranchisement and all this stuff. And yet here they go. They want to eliminate an entire district's representative, disenfranchise an entire district of people because they don't agree with what one representative said. And so Donald says no member of Congress and frankly, no American should have their first amendment rights taken away from them simply because we may or may not like the things that they say. And so anyway, uh, he, he went on to say to Deutsch, we never took away Bernie Sanders' right to speak when it was clear that his rhetoric led to the shooting of many members of the congressional baseball team and almost killed Steve Scalise. He said, Ted Deutsch needs to remember what the First Amendment is, and maybe I have to do the job of reminding him. Isn't it about time that we have some people in the house with a backbone? With a backbone. So there you have, I'll put that back up there so you guys can see that is Byron Donalds. Look him up, find him, uh, and support him if you are in his district. If you're not in his district, support him anyway. I thought that was a good local piece of news. Mm-hmm. How do you, because you know, people are always like, how do you get control of the federal government? Well, you get control of the federal government by getting control of your state and local government. And here's the, here's the success story, JC. Byron started off as a local house local rep, rep. Mm-hmm. a Florida house rep. We took a man who is the real deal trained him up in the house, in the Florida house, gave him the confidence of the people backing him, gave him the opportunity to learn how parliamentary rules go and work at the state level. And then the people sent him to Washington, D.C. because, number one, he had proven he had a backbone. Number two, proven that he actually understood the Constitution and how it's supposed to work. And so, Look, guys, I don't want to hear any excuses about how this doesn't work and how it's impossible and how it can't work because it absolutely does work. And there's a success story right there. Something that should be duplicated across the country. So, JC, guess what? What? They're going to send out a new stimulus package, number three. Stimulus check number three. The GOP plan starts to phase out the $40,000 income stuff. And we're about to get a third. And the uh, President Joe Biden and a group of 10 Senate Republicans have offered competing proposals to help the United States to respond to the coronavirus pandemic and provide economic relief to businesses and families. It's being called, are you ready? A targeted plan. Mm-hmm. Now, the Republicans offer less money in terms of direct payments and significantly fewer Americans would be eligible to receive it, according to this uh, news report. And the when the president met with the senators on Monday at the White House and what the press secretary called 
an exchange of ideas. Isn't that right? The price tag on Biden's plan is another, ready, cha-ching, $1.9 trillion. That means $1,400 per individual, which equates to $75,000. Uh, the GOP plan is $1,000 for individuals. Biden wants to make it $2,800 for couples. And there you go. It's, this is always interesting thought thought process <clears throat> revealed in this to me. Well, I'm not for just handing out bags of money, you know, to, to anybody. It's, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a peculiar sort of, I don't know, random arbitrary thing. When you look at the, the, the so-called caps. So you're saying a mm -hmm. couple things. One, that either you didn't lose money if you make over 50,000 or it's okay for anybody making over 50,000 to lose money. Right? right. No big deal. If you make 50,000, uh, secondly, the difference between incomes and standard of living around America. Right. If you, right. if, if right, you right, make right. 50,000 in New York city, you don't make a lot of money. No, if you make new, if you make fifty thousand in New York City, you're living on the street. Yeah, not literally, but yeah, yeah. yeah it's it, well, you're not buying so, a house in New York City, for, or or even renting an apartment in New York City for fifty thousand dollars. It's not happening. Yeah. yeah. So, point is, that's it's different. Yeah. In different areas. So if in if North Florida, fifty thousand. Fifty thousand is a very good. Right. You live very comfortably in north rural north florida and you know some you know say you're in a tiny rural town in arkansas you're making 50 grand can you imagine jc it's very comfortable if they handed out stimulus checks uh, according to cost of living standards how right, the people right. would just right yeah because the 15 if you if the 1500 was the 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 baseline and so you gave people in North Florida $1,500. And then you did a cost of living adjustment for mm -hmm. like New York City or LA. Right. People would be You'd losing. probably start a war. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Definitely that's, but my point is simply the stuff doesn't make a lot of sense. It's not consistent. Well, it does, it, but it, it does make sense when you realize the whole plan is not about really stimulating sure. the economy. Right. It has a it has two purposes. It's transfer wealth. It is to pacify the people and to get the government to purchase all of our assets. Correct. Yeah. Right? This is constructive, constructive taking of the slow of wealth and property. Yeah, right. it's like it's a, it's a total slow rollout of socialism. Right. We had that conversation this morning. Right. Um, you know, and, and I was listening to C.O. Bryant show and he was talking about some of this stuff and public housing and ba mm -hmm. basically you, uh, electricity. The, the, the programs where they're paying for elect people's electricity. And mm -hmm. so you become, um, as CL, CL said, an award of the state, you know I mean? You essentially award of the state. So if you're right. a ward of the state, like, oh, we're getting this money, then you don't get your electricity turned off. So if you don't, if you don't submit yourself to become a ward of the state, then you you're in danger of having your electricity turned off. Well, so it's a slow so, roll of drawing people onto the plantation. It's even bigger than that, JC, you become you be you you have your electricity paid by the government. You not only become a ward of the state. Now they're in charge of how much electricity you can have, yeah. right? Just like in Russia, where it doesn't matter what time of the year it is. Your electricity is yeah. getting cut off at a certain time. You wake up in the morning and you've got a frozen glass of water sitting on your coffee table because you've got no heat. All well, and, that's, long. and that's the thing about the socialist system. You know, when you what um, and I love all the euphemisms, like when the healthcare thing was coming out, they use that term single payer. A single payer system. Like people are going, what, what, what does that mean? Like people didn't even know what is, what is single payer? It's a single payer now. I pay for my health insurance. I know, right? what, what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> no, so, that means single payer. The whole government. Yeah, the government pays is the payer. Yeah. For everybody, the government is the payer for everybody. So <laughs> when you have the socialist single payer, that means, you know, in theory, you have this sort of limited, limited supply. Mm -hmm. Um. 
in this, if you know, if you don't want to ultimately crash everything very quickly, right? It will ultimately crash. But you have a single supply, which means a smaller pie, right? Single mm -hmm. supply, smaller pie. So oh, that that's why, um, yeah, everybody has. So you have free health care. Uh, you got a roof over your head, but it's substandard health care. It's substandard uh, housing. So everything ends up being a public housing project. And then in that way, nobody owns anything. You don't own anything in the neighborhood. So then you get the psychological, the sociological effects of that where people don't care for their stuff and boom, that's why the housing, public housing culture is the public housing culture. When you right. go around, There's, you, you know when you're in public housing, right? Right. You don't go, uh, is this, am I in the suburbs? Is this a, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's is this, distinctly is, is this different because they're with with some exceptions you know they're people with traditional values and they try to do that but on the whole in the community you're going to get more dilapidated dilapidated uh communities and dangerous drug infested all, everything that goes along with that because the people don't own anything so they don't take care of things in general and you have the sort of broken windows theory of chaos begets chaos and it goes downhill. So th that's what you had. You look back at the Soviet Union, like we were talking with Olga, and you know we di we didn't know any different. But I would suspect if we if we spoke to Olga again, she would think about the standard of living compared to mm -hmm. what you what you now have the potential, the opportunity to to enjoy over here. Right. Yes, everybody had a home, but you had communal bathrooms pretty much like everybody right. had the an apartment and then the, the one, the floor for, you know, four families shared the bathroom and tiny little apartments well, with not only that, a couple JC, of pieces of furniture. The government doled out assigned places to live. And the yeah. place that you lived was commensurate of the value the government felt that you provided to right, society. Right. Right. So you have health care that is doled out based on the value the government determines mm -hmm. that you add to society, which is yeah. why, you know, the older people have to die and the babies have to die because they're not actually and, a part of society. Yet. And the party bosses, like yeah. Olga described, the party bosses and the oligarchs, they had their dachas, they had their mansions. I mean, they had their nice Multiple cars. Multiple houses. All, and that's what, that's how this thing works. So I woke up with this sort of picture in my head of, you know, it's always, and I think back to the, the Soviet Marxist history, and I'm thinking of Lynn and Marx, Engels, and all these guys. So you have these group. I'm picturing this like a portrait, like a family portrait of these guys. These rich people, right? They're all wealthy, upper middle class people. They were bourgeoisie. Uh, so these rich people say you need to take from those rich people. Right. Which mm -hmm. the factories and owners and all this. So those rich people are, are telling the poor, eat the rich. We need to take from those rich people. But then the poor stay poor down here because it's these rich people taking from those rich people, not giving it to no. the poor. They no. give them a little uh, a little trinket to you stay loyal. To but learn. they're the yeah. ones getting yeah. the money. Yeah. So when you wonder why, you know, why are all these you know, rich politicians and, and all these rich socialists saying we need to like they're rich. Why would they say take money from the rich? Because it's redistribution of wealth, mm -hmm. which is not distributed to the poor. It's from this group of rich people to the other group of rich people on the backs of the poor. See, somebody might say, because we also had this conversation. My, my seat is uncomfortable today. Um, we also had this conversation uh, this morning, and somebody might say, well, that kind of scenario can't really play out in America where the government is handing out property and that yeah, right. because I actually, you know, I own my house. So why the government doesn't need Do to you? give me anything. But when we were talking today, you know, the low interest rates, you buy a house, then all of a sudden the interest rates go up. You've got foreclosures because people are out of job because the government has shut down your business. So the government shuts down your supply of fund, which now overextends you. You can't pay your mortgage. Then the, the banks 
right? So the banks then foreclose on you. But banks don't want houses. Banks want money. So do do do. Here comes the government to bail out the banks and says to the banks, "Here, we'll bail you bail you out, but we're not going to hand you free money this time. You have to hand over the property that you seized to the government. Now you have all this government-owned property, and oh, you lost your home because of COVID." That is such a terrible thing. You don't have to worry. Look at this nice house that we have for you. Yeah, that's the key. It's all about the programs. I don't I don't think it's I mean, I don't think it's a scenario of defaulting on homes and that sort of thing. It's 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 about it's about the programs. Why don't mm -hmm. you close that um, web page? I'm trying because uh, I wanted to go back to it. I uh, want to close it. Uh, it's it's the programs, right? Mm -hmm. so, I mean, so all the stimulus, this and that and and all this, the PPP and all the stuff you sign up for. And right. then so that Your strings attach where yeah. you become controlled and dictated to by taking all these funds. So the, the interest rates, the, the low interest rate doesn't have to do with housing interest rates. It has to do with government borrowing interest rates. Right. So the central banks are giving away money to the to these governments, the, the IMF. Federal Reserve, these folks, central banks, giving away money practically for free. I think I saw 0.625 uh, interest rate, right? Below 1%, like nothing. And I kept wondering, why, why, how are they making, like, obviously they're loaning trillions and trillions. So the, right. the, the interest payment is giving them a very, a very good revenue stream, uh, even at 0.65%. But I thought, why, why are they just, why are they giving away the money for free to all these governments because America doesn't have any money. They're, they're borrowing it from the central banks to make these, these trillion dollar deals. And, I, and then you said something and it just clicked for me mm -hmm. this morning, this low interest rates uh, from the IMF and the central banks encourage the borrowing. Right. So, which expands the programs. Like if it, they wouldn't be doing all these programs to, to draw people onto the socialist plantations, if the interest rates suddenly shot up, then, then you'd have people going, well, we can't, you know, we can't borrow all this money, have all this stimulus and have all these programs because we couldn't, we couldn't be able to afford, uh, we wouldn't be able to afford the interest payment to, to maintenance the national debt. So it's a slow roll socialism they're drawing everyone further and further bit by bit into the onto the socialist plantation and it's difficult in america to do that because of the establishment uh, be because we're established on a on a foundation of independent states right yeah. and so that's why you've got biden issuing orders to the to governor DeSantis in the state of florida and other governors you've got to shut down restaurants and businesses well why do you have to shut down restaurants and businesses it's not about people are being sick yeah. i mean if if people were going to be dying in the streets in florida because of covid we've been open long enough people have been not wearing masks long enough you would you would have your regular bodies in the streets thing, you know, like like Monty Python, bring out your dead, bring out your dead. It's not happening. Right. It's just simply not happening. So I, there's no reason to shut us down except to steal our property out from underneath us. I don't know. He's on the dollar. I don't know if people are aware of this. There is a church in Tampa that is on its Sorry. 200 and tonight will be the 235th consecutive service uh -huh. no mask no no nothing right yeah. none of this stuff we should i let me pull up a video so people can see how many people are actually in this church let me see uh i think day five in the morning yeah yeah, we were in the church so two hundred two hundred thirty four consecutive days. Like you have all these churches shutting down and uh, you know freaking out and all, all this sort of stuff. Two hundred tonight would be two hundred thirty fifth consecutive church service. Mm -hmm. There's there's no massive outbreak in central Florida. There's no people dying. Not one person has died of COVID uh at at the church because of the church service. I mean, so th this stuff 
it, it's it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. This is it's absurdity. So they're they're still Biden's trying to play it out. Sixty nights, yeah. like this. So Biden's still trying to ring out as much as he can, you know, while he can. This this thing, it's look at that. I mean, come on, give me a break. That's two hundred. No one has died. That's two hundred thirty-five consecutive packed out church services. Now, and, and no remember the first. The remember. And this is the pastor that was arrested, mm -hmm. right? It, oh, it's so terrible, and everybody's going to die. Um, so we have to arrest him. So Chad Chronister has him arrested, sends out the special ops team uh, to take him to jail. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because it's so dangerous, and right. and and the, and Sheriff Chronister was so appalled at what he saw and how reckless and blah Recklessly blah blah. Recklessly endangering the people of the church and the entire community. And then is what he said. And then DeSantis comes out. I, I like within thirty six hours declares churches are essential in Florida. Uh, the church, the church took two months. Uh, basically securing the facilities mm -hmm. and and then started church got, got, started the church services death threats. and has now been 234 consecutive days already 235 days tonight um where's the outbreak where's the math the mass casualty count right right, right. all the hospitals are going to be full Hot and spot. people laying in the street and you know we're we're bivouacking these uh, emergency hospitals, blah blah blah. So this is this this will eventually go down as probably one of the biggest scams in human history. And Biden is simply trying to milk it. Just the see, rest I had of, a little piece the of paper rest of, like this. The rest of the way. On it. Did you relocate it? No, uh, no it's I did. Got my handwriting on it. Do you know where the little pad is? Because I took notes and. I don't know where the notes went. No idea. Oh man. Good question. Good question. All right. Well, we'll just we'll just move on anyway, and I'll wing it because I I actually did take notes and was almost prepared. Biden. Okay. Buyer's remorse already with Joe Biden. A universal buyer's remorse. Right. We're not talking about just. Well, I guess you couldn't call Republicans buyer's remorse because they didn't buy it. Right. But what you have is sure now, a lot of them did. You think so? Yeah, Lincoln. What is that? Lincoln Project. Oh, Republicans that's right. Well, those were those, the 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 haters, all those right? Jack legs. Yeah, those guys that were all about. Oh, that's why it's so big. Um, all those guys that were the on the Never Trumper team and all of that. Yeah, right? we'd rather so, have communism than Trump. We'd rather. Have. So team. now you have all these people who are upset at the 40, 40 executive orders in what, how many weeks? I think it was 45 two in two days. 45. No, there's only 40 up on the website. So first two days. First. Yeah. So uh, you have, they're calling it the record one, place. Almost, almost one an hour. Yeah. The record paced executive order blitz. Even the New York times is trying to get Biden to explain his executive order blitz and he's refusing to talk to them about it. Mm. Right. So uh, I, I thought we'd go through the executive orders today to just kind of get a feel of what's out there. And I did like my little notes and I can pull from my little hashtags here, but a bulk of them look to be marks. COVID. Yeah. So there are, and this may not be completely accurate because this isn't my final copy that I made, but there are 14 COVID executive orders. Okay. Uh, there are uh, four dedicated to climate. There are, um, oh, wait, that's wrong. There are 19 COVID ones. Then there are two that are actually. I'll show them to you because I pulled them up, but there's a couple and there's one that says uh, for regulations, you know, regulatory things. Right. And the way you read it, it makes it look like, oh, Biden's so cool. He's pulling back regulations. No, 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 no. He's actually He's making back more of deregulation. Them. Yeah. There are uh, seven dedicated to gender and race. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you can have seven separate 
Those are comical. Executive orders. Those are almost cartoonish. I was looking at those. Those are those are absurd. We have five that have to do with uh, uh, opening borders and counting uh, non-citizens in the census. Census in this, and then we have one where we're going to send all the Liberians home. I mean, seriously, I thought this was hilarious. Sending them home. Well, it's titled, maybe I just read it backwards, but it's titled uh, Sending Them Safely Home. Finding a pathway to send them home. Let's see. Uh, I have it up here. But anyway, let's just go through them. When we get to it, we'll be able to see it. Um, But here is the, just so you know, the White House has an entire page where they Uh, Where is the presidential actions archives, right? Mm -hmm. And so you can get the executive orders. Now, this is page one. Actually, it's page four right down here at the bottom. But I started at page four because this is where it starts at the beginning, right? So the pages get smaller Mm -hmm. as you go up. So very first executive order, very important thing, a national day of unity when Biden is sworn in. Like those are one of your favorite ones. Right. Yeah, they're idiotic. The, the, all the all the um, the racist racism ones were kind of in that that same category. Regulatory freeze pending review. Now, if you read that, you might think, "Oh, Biden's going to engage in a regulatory freeze." No, 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 it's no. It is the opposite. He is overturning the regulatory freezes that Donald Trump put in. Yeah, place. it's really a deregulatory freeze. So. Trump put in uh, Trump had a policy of deregulation. One of the parts was, you know, if you if you uh, an agency that enacts a new regulation must get rid of two. So you had this. The more they regulated, the more it trimmed these executive agencies. That's that was the approach uh, that Trump took. So that's what that's about. Let's put a we're putting a freeze on that. We're putting a freeze on the freeze that freeze yeah. the regulations and, and actually stimulated the economy. Right. Yeah. That's that was this is the anti economic stimulus regulation. Uh, yeah, he's order. he's reempowering the fourth branch. So here's your first racial equity one uh, executive order on advancing racial equity and support for underserved communities through the federal government. Yeah, all of these are laughable. It's it's just like how did you put it today? It's cartoonish. Yeah, it's cartoonish. Yeah. Like you know, here the new the new ruler of the land. I'm gonna make you see him sitting there at his desk. I'm gonna that make a, a declaration. A I declare today that Brussels sprouts are good, uh, and, and you know, send the proclamation through the land that everybody should eat Brussels sprouts. And then the people are like, oh, thank you, God, for the Brussels sprouts, man. Yeah. Thank you for. No, they're all, all excited. You see the headlines. Oh, the, the Latin, so the Latin X community, which I have no idea what, like all these terms they come up with. The Latin X community celebrates. That, oh, you were. Ma- I thought you were making that up. That's actually, No, that was right. in the headline. The Latin X community. Da, 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 da. I don't know. Who cares? Is that like Generation X? No, but it's it's he's made some declaration. Right. Racism is we declare racism is bad. And they're like, oh, my God, oh, what a great day. And I, I, I feel so appreciated. This is so wonderful. You know, I declare that the Brussels sprouts are great. And I declare that that putting hot sauce up your rear end is a bad thing. And we don't want you to do that anymore. And and I further declare that uh, Velcro is better than shoestrings. Like, yeah. yes. Oh, president, you you did such great work today. You you should go take a rest. I mean, just, take just these meaningless platitudes. And let me mention and all the you, morons I are me- celebrating in the streets. I mentioned uh, sometime last week. You're nuts if you think Joe Biden's actually writing all these things. Right. Yeah. Come Joe on. Biden couldn't walk from his car to get sworn in without stumbling. The man is not doing anything. Yeah. So you think he wrote forty five. Yeah. 40 uh, executive so, orders in two days. The, dis- the proclamation on ending discriminatory bans on entry into the United States. Proclamation. Proclamation. It's like kings. I just don't even get that. 
discriminatory bans on entering into the United States. This was there were the, no discriminatory bans no. entering into the United States unless no. you said if you have a criminal record you can't come. No, in. this is the unless you're a terrorist. No, no. You yeah, can't this come is in. the nonsense about um, the Muslim ban. Right, it's supposedly a Muslim ban. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so carrying on with that stuff but people ate that up yeah they're they're idiot the voters believe all that stuff trump you know. banned muslims from coming into the country like okay you're all an right idiot. so here's an executive order protecting federal workforce and requiring masks this is your covid number one right and then look we get a beautiful picture of of biden and kamala wearing their masks because you know they're good people and good people wear masks that was like this garbage that they had at hillsborough county on their little mask propaganda stuff their ma their mask propaganda they're handing out posters to the to the people uh to the businesses download our free covid posters help encourage covid in your yeah. workplace and one of the one of the posters said Good workers wear masks. It's like totally 1984. No, I, you know, I thought Ministry of Truth. That was totally some, some, some Stalin esque propaganda. No, 1984. If you Good hadn't read, wear their if you masks. haven't read Orwell's 1984, it's like the announcements that would come across, you know. Or if you're younger and you haven't Orwellian. watched and you watched Wally, blue is the new red. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> people listen to the proclamations as if they are, you know, God given. Here we go. Executive order, order organizing and mobilizing the United States government to provide a unified and effective response to combat COVID-19 and to provide United States leadership on global health and security. <sighs> Why do they need a proclamation when they have a title that big? So that's COVID number two. Executive order on the revision of civil immigration enforcement and policies and priorities. That's your open borders one, mm -hmm. right? We're not going to, to you know, you just come on in, everybody. Yeah, while they were putting a Don't fence up all around D.C. in yeah. the White House, then they said, take, oh. stop repairing the fence on the southern yeah, border. This isn't even the border one, though. This isn't even the wall one. This is just simply we're not going to engage in, mm -hmm. in, you know, everybody come in. So they're talking about, JC, about locking down Washington, D.C. now forever. The fence is going to stay up in Washington, D.C. forever. Yeah, I'm like, woohoo, keep that up. Executive order on revocation of certain executive orders concerning federal regulation. Yeah. More of the regulations right. deregulate. in place. Yeah. Deregulate the deregulations. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, here's the other one. Executive order on ensuring a lawful and accurate enumeration and apportionment pursuant to the decennial census. Oh, it's actually the opposite. It is actually the opposite. Unlawful and inaccurate. Inaccurate. Because it's, it's including people who are not part of the United States. Right. Because the census is supposed to want number one, the purpose of the census is to to apportion the house, which they haven't done since 1922. So you don't even need a census for that. Right. The other constitutional uh, purpose for the census is to apportion the amount of the national debt to the states to pay the federal government. We don't do that either. We have income tax. So I don't even see why we even do a census anymore right. because the census doesn't do constitutionally what it's supposed to do. And all it does is it gives ammunition to the to the Democrats to or, or to the government. I won't say Democrats, Republicans alike, handing out free money and, and buying people onto the federal plantation. But here's my prediction, JC. Chrisanne doesn't make predictions, but I'm going to jump out there because you know how they're talking about packing the the Supreme Court, right? That is a distraction. People. Uh, they are not wanting to pack the Supreme Court. That's a distraction. They're going to pack the House of Representatives. They're going to say, oh, look at this census. We finally have a lawful and accurate enumeration. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. The Constitution says that we are supposed to count and, and redistrict the houses every certain year. Well, it also, you believe we it haven't also, done that since 1922? Well, that also speaks to the Supreme Court argument. Oh, well, obviously, we need a bigger Supreme Court. We have a lot more people that need to be represented that aren't represented 
So you're going to pack the Supreme Court. You're going to pack the House with all of these people to be representative, represented that are not citizens. By the way, I just want you to wrap your brain around that. Counting people for representation that are not citizens. Foreigners. Okay. These people are transient. They're here taking your census in L.A. today. They're in North Florida tomorrow taking your census. Not only that, maybe they're only visiting for 90 days. 90 days, they're gone. Now, all of a sudden, you have a 10-year record, people. A 10-year record saying this person who's only going to be in that place for 90 days is in that place for 10 years. 10 years. This is more dangerous than packing the court. This is packing the house because now you have a house of representatives that's going to have vote vote buying because all of these not all of these expansions of non-citizens are going to be in the urban areas. They're going to be in the places like LA and you know in New York City and in Miami where nobody but the Democrats actually vote. Nail in a coffin. And guess what, guys? This is why you need to get back to your state and local governments and stop paying attention to the federal government. Oh, this is probably a fun one for you, JC. Executive order on protecting public health and environment and restoring science to tackle the climate crisis. Mm-hmm. We got to restore science. Restored to science. T- restore it. Good job. Where did it go? Where did the science go? If we restore science, JC, guess what? Um, You'll figure out there is no climate change problem created by people. Executive order on sustainable public health supply chain. We're going to buy your hospitals. We're going to buy your factories. We're going to buy your pharmaceuticals. We're going to buy everything so you are completely and totally dependent upon the federal government for all your health care, all your health care supplies, even the beds and the sheets that you lay on. Here's one. Memorandum to extend federal support to governors, use of National Guard to respond to COVID-19 and to increase reimbursement and other assistance provided to the states. We're going to buy your states. Right. That's what that means. We are going to buy your states. Hello, governors. Free money. Executive order on ensuring data-driven response to COVID-19 and future high-consequence public health threats. Do you know there are going to be future high-consequence public health threats? There's going to be bigger ones than COVID. Executive order on improving and expanding access to care and treatments for COVID. Remember, I told you there's 19 of these. The top one, that's technocracy, by the way. Yeah. All the, the all the experts, the scientists shaping your behavior in your life. And they have to collect the data in order to have the data, which Facebook, is why Google, Facebook, Google. But not only that, Amazon, when you take the covid test test, you sign away all your rights to privacy in your data. And so now that you took the covid test, they can come along and do whatever they want and take your stuff. Executive order on promoting COVID-19 safety in domestic and international travel, preserving and fortifying deferred action for childhood arrivals. So basically all of these. (laughs) Okay, sorry. All of uh, so all of these. Basically, it's open the borders, um, use the illegal immigrants to stack and pack the. House government to stack and pack the government, expand the government for the Democrats, mm-hmm. secure their stronghold through the mm-hmm. urban centers, mm-hmm. buy off your states, and leverage COVID to take more control of your states. So that that's basically mm-hmm. all of these. I did read that wrong. We're going to keep of these the Liberians articles. wrong here longer. I yeah. was I was thinking that it was about helping them depart. We're going to keep it librarians out. But this is funny when you read. No, this, Trump says it's time for you guys to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're either, either, you're you not either a become part of 30 years. Right. Exactly. You, you either, either be a citizen, become part of the United States or go home. Go home. Right. And that's what people don't realize. We have, we have people who are 
here on refugee status for decades. Yeah. At some point in time, you have to decide. This is a 30-year-old issue. Yeah. 30 years. Yeah. 1991. So I saw this and I read this and I thought, preserving and fortifying deferred action for childhood arrivals. I wish they treated our newborn babies that way. Mm -hmm. Childhood arrivals. I don't know. Am I wrong for just being slightly angered at the fact that we're treating childhood arrivals like that? Oh, here's the one where the wall comes down. Yep. Proclamation on the termination of emergency with respect to the southern border of the United States and redirection of funds diverted to the border wall construction. Rediverted where? To the preserving and fortifying deferred action for childhood arrivals. I want to say once again for the record. Sorry that it irritates me that they use the word construction. Oh, I thought you said proclamation. <laughs> it's a wall upgrade. Yeah. It's a wall upgrade. Right. And For here's only 40 miles, only 40 miles of new wall uh, 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 of, of the wall where no wall existed. Only 40 miles was constructed. Mm -hmm. So that's almost for almost 400 miles, so 300, whatever that would leave, 360 miles, mm -hmm. almost 400 miles, there was already a wall there. Yep. And by the way, so um, this is this is a this is misinformation. The way that they talk about this uh, and talk about you know wasting putting putting up a wall. We don't need to put up a wall. There was already a wall. They yep. made it simply higher, stronger, modernized. They, they modernized the wall. Right. That's what they did. There was already a freaking wall. Right. So, I, and I am convinced, I am convinced oh, yeah. that a majority of Absolutely. the American people have in their mind a picture of the Trump administration walling off like you're cutting through towns and just walling off areas like where there was no barrier there was a barrier there already only 40 miles of that project had no pre-existing wall by the way obama actually started the fortifying process so let's let's just be clear about you can that. you can see it in the pictures i saw the picture of one of the reports this morning where you see the little wall in front that was already there and then just like i don't know eight feet behind it you see the taller poles and the new uh the the, the new mm -hmm. fortification going up <coughs> so it's not it's not creating new wall that that's what was funny you listen to some of the open borders libertarians that I was listening to talk about how oh, that uh, is the keep people in. You put up walls to keep people in. He's put up all this wall. This guy's a dictator. He's putting up wall to keep people in. There was already a wall there. So why is it like so, you didn't hear them say that about all the other presidents before? So about let me let wall. me ask these people a question. Do you Idiots. have a door on your house to lock people inside the house? You dictator. Tyrant. Your door has a lock on it, not on the outside, on the inside. Yeah. Come on, people. You just you're you're too crippled high for crutches, too cri crippled too high for crutches for something like that. You you think that we build a wall to keep people in? Yeah, that is the dumb. JC, no way. I won't even yeah. let you people say if that. You that make, is the yeah, if you make the dumbest argument I've ever heard make, in my life. If you make that statement, yes, and you have a front door. You should be slapped in the mouth. Yes. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. I'm sorry. If you have that, if you make that statement and you live in a house and you have a door on your bedroom. You're a moron. You're a moron. You are absolutely Stop talking. a moron. You're, you're no, you no longer have anything valuable to contribute to society. Okay. Then, then I'm going to be in favor of Stalin putting you in a hut because you don't contribute to society. Yeah, it's idiotic. And not all libertarians are open border libertarians, but the open border libertarians and open border liberals, you're a bunch of hypocritical morons. Yeah. So we go through all of this executive orders. Oh, this is another one. Modernizing regulatory review. That's your third one to deregulate the deregulation. Yep. So look for more and more government regulations to come along. Oh, oh, I know this is your favorite. 
this has got to be JC's favorite. Memorandum. It's not even a proclamation, JC. It's yeah. just a memorandum. We declare that Brussels sprouts are good. Oh, thank you. Thank I you. Am, thank you. Maybe I live in some kind of a bubble because I didn't realize that there was such an intolerance against Pacific Islanders. Uh, so that this is, is hilarious. So that's fine. So Pacific Islanders, that is freaking hilarious. Okay. Yeah. We just listened to a Hawaiian preacher last night and, yes. and anybody from Hawaii or has been to Hawaii, served in Hawaii, stationed in Hawaii, you know exactly what I'm talking about. M most, most of your Hawaiians or the culture as a whole is not every Hawaiian, mm -hmm. but, and you could maybe say historically they have some justification right. to point to, but you talk about racist against Pacific Islanders, the Hawaiians freaking Hate white people. White people hate them. I mean, with a passion. Bro. Oh yeah. You you hang out there. You're going. You will encounter if you are a white guy in Hawaii. At least for decades and decades and decades, this has been the case. And I know, I know, dozens and dozens well, we and dozens of people who were stationed there. there. Stationed. You there. will face racism as a white person. You don't from, even from know Hawaii. racism in America until you go to Hawaii as a white person. And I'm not saying all Hawaiians are racist, right? No. Another Trump thing. All Mexicans are racist. Not no. all Hawaiians are racist. I'm just saying it has been historically part of the culture. Yes. Because of the colonization and and that sort of thing. And I right. get it. I get it. Right. Because yeah, I I don't. I'm totally against. American colonies. Yeah. Right. Uh, if you want to be part of America, you know, come and say, hey, we want to be a part of America. But we shouldn't be going around taking people's stuff and saying you have to be a part of America because you are a military strategic yeah. strong point. But it's not a that's not a race issue. But uh, but historically, that's been the case. So this is I mean, come on, guys. So this is where I get to tick Give off some people right now because this one really, really bugged me. Executive order on ensuring the future is made in all of America by all of America's workers. So they subtitled it the Made in America executive order, right? So basically what that means is, JC, unions. you can't buy anything unless it comes from a union. Right. And mom and pop is dead. Yep, this is the pro-union payoff. This is the pro-union payoff executive order. Mom and pop sh shops, you're never going to get a government contract. Nobody but but the union DNC cronies are ever going to get a government uh, contract now. You're not going to have fair and equitable bidding because it's going to be required to have the union stamp on your work. When it says made in America, it really is made in union. That's what the Democrats mean made in in the union so it's not like now i'll i'll remind you that barack obama in t in the tpp was outlawing labels that said made in america so the original tpp issued by barack obama was that if it has a made in you can it is illegal to have a made in america label so this is not about being made in america this is about being made in the union and i know i just ticked off about 65% of my family members and saying that, but I, I believe in union. I, I, I actually believe in the right of the people to organize in labor unions. I believe in, in collective bargaining as a right of the people. I do not believe in government creating preferential treatment for unions. And I do not believe in governments making unions mandatory. Because now you're not collective bargaining anymore. You're forcing people who don't want to be a part of your union to do it's that. Thuggery. It is. It's 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 mob mafioso thuggery. thuggery. Yeah. You got I got a guy and you gotta pay him if you mm -hmm. wanna have a job. And that's just wrong. And I and I and I'm sorry if that makes my family members angry, but it's just wrong. It's absolutely it's just history. Wrong. Yeah. It's historically accurate. Yeah. It's not to say that there weren't good things that happened or good things done or families taken care of or whatever, but the strong arm part of that, mm -hmm. the corrupt, uh, the, the, the corrupt mafioso in bed with uh, the Democrat Party. I mean, what was the uh, Tammany Hall? Look up Tammany Hall. Yeah. Tammany Hall. Enough said. Talk about corruption, J.C., this this particular executive order 
makes me very angry. The executive order on protecting the federal workforce. You know what this is? Tenure. Mm. Remember um, Donald Trump on his way out signed that executive order that said that you can be fired now working for the federal government? Yeah. This is the executive order. Executive order on protecting the federal workforce is the executive order that says uh, that. Uh, let me let me show you what it says right here. I, I'm sorry. This stuff just this one chaps me because I, I it is. You know what this is? This is an executive order saying we are going to not only keep the deep state, we're going to refortify the deep state. Here mm -hmm. it is. Career civil servants are the backbone of the federal workforce. You will now have a lifetime appointment if you get a federal job. And then you have to throw in the union thing in there. It's also the policy of the United States to encourage union organizing and collective bargaining. So now not only do you have tenure as an as a federal employee you will have a lifetime appointment but you will now have federal unions that ensure that even if you do a crappy job even if you do kill somebody while you're working you cannot be fired speaking of lifetime why there's this there's there's now going to be this conversation about revoking Donald Trump's access to intelligence briefings can someone answer to me why any former president continues to have intelligence briefings? And and the conservatives are going to get on the train like fighting for Donald Trump while really <laughs> arguing for people who are no longer in in service to their country to continue to have intelligence. I I don't get that. <sighs> why does any former president so you won't hear me arguing that that's that's outrageous. Donald Trump needs to keep his access to intelligence briefings. No, he doesn't. Neither does George Bush. Neither does H.W. Bush. If any of them were still alive, Carter, Reagan, Clinton, Obama. Why would why would any of them need intelligence briefing? It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, it's the same reason. Why would a who is somebody who is not even president of the United States yet, who's never even been sworn in? have to have intelligence. We we just went to, through this with Brennan yeah. and all the nonsense he was doing. And then he, because they take this and they peddle it to people for their own benefit. And like, I was thinking, wait a minute, why does Brennan, why would he even still have access to intelligence? What is going on? I mean, this is, it's, what a freaking Alice in Wonderland through the looking so glass. So we're obviously we're not going to make all 40 today, but I do want to share one more with you. The, oh, sorry, wrong page. There we go. I want to share one more with you. The Presidential Archives uh, Memorandum on Maximizing Assistance from the Federal Emergency Management Agency. There you go. That's where your electric bills are going to be paid by the federal government. So your electricity will be controlled by the federal government. Everything that you have will become an emergency. And if they can give it to you based on an emergency, they can take it from you based on an emergency. There seems to have been a massive empowering of FEMA going on over the last several years doing, during this debacle. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's not forget about the fact that now we're going to pay for abortions all over the world. Yeah, that's always a thing. Democrat shows up and then we start paying for everybody's abortion. We start killing babies. That's worldwide. always the Democrat thing. Yeah. Which yeah. is which is that's a head scratcher for all these churches that support. Thank you. The Democrats. And Thank President you. Biden. At least he waited till day number eight to do this one. Right? Yeah, but he didn't do it like in the first eight minutes, which is probably symbolic. Right. Yeah. Abraham circumcised on the eighth day. So it's probably just it's like a punch <laughs> in the mouth to or kicking the nuts to the church. <laughs> Do you have to you have to connect it to. Oh, the, oh, Abraham's wait, I nether regions. I, I know we're like a, a minute a over, Jason, but I have to do this one. I have to do this one. You want to talk about technocracy on crack. Look at this memorandum on restoring trust in government through scientific integrity and evidence-based policy making. Yeah. 
Seriously. No, that's bringing the technocrats. Oh I mean, that's my just like, gosh. here comes technocracy. My dear friend, my dear friend, Pat Wood, please forgive us. Forgive this nation for not hearing you, your cries over the last 25 freaking years. Okay, nothing is going to restore my trust in government because guess what? I don't trust government and neither should you. Government is not a force to be trusted. Government is a force to always be distrusted. And guess what? The more science you, science, these are my friends of you listening on the radio, science finger quotes, the more science you bring in, the less trust I'm going to have you for you. If you've got to back up what you're doing with false scientists that run around and tell people, oh yeah, the new thing is now, JC. Tuskegee experiments, anyone? One mask is not enough. Yeah. You now must wear two or three masks. And I was, Sonny and I were flying back from, from uh, Dallas. And there were uh, grown men, grown men with these stupid plastic face shields. And I told Sonny, I said, you know what? You may, I, this may be wrong for me to say this, but you're a grown ass man. And if you're wearing a face shield, I don't trust you. It's the new dunce cap. I am. It is. It absolutely <laughs> is. Yeah, it absolutely is. If you're wearing a face shield, you, <laughs> you I see a dunce cap. When I see that, you, I literally see a dunce cap sitting on their head. That's what your I wife rules you. Okay. Your wife puts your pants on you every day. You and 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 dresses you every morning. You probably get fed by someone else's spoon. You are incapable of independent thought if you are a grown man wearing a face shield. I put my own pants on, for the record. Because you don't have a face shield. Correct. So there you have it. The new dunce cap. The new dunce cap. Sorry, I. Come on, people. That's it. No more, please. Save Stop our future it. from having to look back on this as history any longer. Stop you it. know what Sonny used to say? What Sonny kept saying is, come on, guys. We're a year into this now. There are no bodies in the street. Wake up. You would think after an entire year of this. I didn't realize we've been doing this for a year now. After an entire year of this, and we are still have grown men. And I mean, like, Two men years now, that are, like, in their 40s, you know, wearing masks. And, and not masks, face shields and masks together. Yeah. Please. I told her, I said, I'm actually kind of grateful because that just, like, shows me the kind of people I already, you, you classify yourself. I don't want to hang out with you. Right? You come up with me with a face mask and a shield. And I'm going to be like, we got nothing to say to each other. I got nothing to say to you. All right, guys. Well, I hope that you will remember to catch us uh, all over uh, the country in the state in the uh, month of February. Remember, you can go to chrisannhall.com, catch that calendar and see where we're going to be. Make sure you're in all those great places and be with us. You can also sign up for LibertyFirstUniversity.com if you don't want to wait for us to show up and teach you in person because that's where you get the in. We come into your computer. We come into your computer. All right, guys. Thank you so much for your time, and we will see you on tomorrow.